Resistance is the big bad wolf in the land called trying to get what you want. For this reason, it's something that you hear about constantly in healing circles, self-help circles, spiritual circles, but most people have no idea what resistance actually is. More than that, people have an even harder time figuring out that they are, in fact, in resistance. To understand resistance perfectly, I want you to imagine a stream, and in this stream that has a very fast-moving current, there is a boat. Inside of this boat, you have six oarsmen. Three of these oarsmen are faced downstream, paddling with the current. Three of these oarsmen are faced in the opposite direction, paddling upstream against the current. The oarsmen that are paddling upstream against the current, in a land called what you want is downstream, are in resistance. Resistance is nothing more than oppositional force. Now what do you know from life? You can meet with opposition externally and you can meet with opposition internally. External opposition is obvious. It's things like people that are opposing you. Circumstances that get in your way. Anything that is opposing your forward movement in the direction of what you are wanting or consciously aware that you're wanting. Now, what we don't understand, but we need to, is that external resistance is a reflection of internal resistance. These are thoughts, words, and actions that oppose your desires, that oppose your direction, that oppose your highest good. In other words, internal and external resistance go hand in hand. The resistance we encounter on the outside is a reflection of internal resistance that exists, usually internal resistance that we are completely unaware of. So let's take a moment to understand internal resistance, because it's the most important thing to understand. It can come in the form of usually thoughts, words, and actions. So let's look at an oppositional thought. If you want to think a thought like, I am completely abundant, if you want that to be the truth of your reality, and you think the thought, nobody has enough money, I've never had any money, then basically that is a thought that opposes abundance. It's a thought that opposes abundance. Therefore, it is in resistance to abundance. An example of resistant words may be telling someone you love them when in fact you don't, or any other form of inauthentic speech. A resistant action could be getting drunk when you have vowed to stay sober. The main source of internal opposition is in fact internal splits within a person's consciousness. Even though we have one body, within that body we have in fact, multiple selves. We are fragmented. The best way to picture this is to imagine that inside your body you have a collection of Siamese twins. They are technically all conjoined because they all share one body, but each has its own identity, desires, needs, perspectives, strengths, weaknesses, and appearance. This is the primary unconscious coping mechanism within people, and these selves or fragmented internal aspects often oppose one another. When they oppose one another, you end up with internal resistance. To understand this concept in depth and learn how to reverse the process, watch my video titled Fragmentation, The Worldwide Disease. So obviously when we're trying to get what we want or we're trying to heal, we're trying to move in a specific direction, any form of resistance causes us to be torn in half. It obviously leads to a state of pain. We cannot move forward as one integral and whole being in that moment. Now it's how people react to this resistance internally that causes the greatest amount of distress and suffering within the human embodiment. What people do when they encounter this resistance internally is they try to push through it, ignore it, deny it, suppress it, and they try to accomplish what they want to accomplish anyway. 
Now, here's the most important thing to understand. We all know that what we resist persists, right? You've heard that a million and a half times. What happens when you resist resistance? Which is what you're doing when you approach resistance in any other way than dealing with it directly. It becomes like a horrific game of tug of war, where all you're trying to do is to overcome or win the game by adding more pressure to one side, the side you want to have win. Another analogy is it's like two people paddling in two different directions. You end up stuck or spinning in circles or having to put forth so much effort to try to get where you want to go or get what you want that you eventually give up. The way that people try to deal with resistance is to try to combat that resistance by adding as much energy as they possibly can to whatever positive side of that resistance that they can find. For example, let's say that a person has an issue with abundance. They feel like they don't have enough money. Instead of looking at the aspects of themselves that are in resistance to abundance, what the majority of people do is they say affirmations. Oh, it doesn't matter with the resistance that I'm in. I am wealthy and abundant right here in this moment. Or they attend a three-day workshop trying to manifest money. To use the previous analogy, when we take this approach, if we are in a state of resistance, what we are actually doing is akin to giving the three oarsmen that were face downstream better paddles. So all we've done is give them more tools to oppose the aspects of the people in the boat, in this analogy, that are paddling upstream. It has done nothing to end the battle between these oarsmen. It has done nothing, therefore, to end the resistance. It's added to it. So obviously, long story short, this is not a very wise way to go about it. I gotta give you another metaphor, because I like this one a lot. Um, not dealing with your resistance directly, and just trying to push through your resistance, or add energy to the aspects of you that are not in resistance, is a little bit like trying to set sail when you've got an anchor down on the bottom of the ocean. Now what is the point of putting up better sails and trying to push the boat forward instead of trying to pull up the anchor? What we have to become comfortable with is that the universe at large only benefits by us getting what we want. So you don't actually have to try very hard to accomplish things like abundance, to accomplish things like a good relationship. All you have to do is to find the resistance that you have to those things and create resolve in those areas. What you have to do is to become aware of the resistance you have and directly address that resistance and try to create some alignment so that you can have all of your personal energy going in the same direction. This will reflect externally in the world as external circumstances working with us instead of against us. This is to say we need to dive down and pull the anchor up so we can set sail, not try to improve our sails so they can afford the drag of the anchor. If you have any resistance taking place within your being, you must directly deal with the resistance first before doing anything else. No action should be taken from a place of resistance. So when we feel ourselves putting the brakes on something, when we feel like we can't get completely on board with something, or when we notice that no matter what we do, we can't really manifest what we want in our lives, we need to stop right there in that moment and really try to look for the resistance that we have to that thing that we are consciously thinking that we want so much. To do this, obviously, we have to be completely honest with ourselves, regardless of how much shame we might feel about it. So often when it comes to us trying to heal some aspect of our life, the reason we're not getting anywhere is because we have no idea about the resistance we have to the actual healing. I mean, nobody on earth would want to look at the fact that potentially there's something some part of them that doesn't want the healing to take place, for example, but that may be a form of resistance that takes place, that this allows us from moving into the space that we are wanting to occupy, a space of health, a space of wealth, a space where we have 
company in our life and we feel close to other people. But we have to become brave enough to consider that those parts actually do exist within us. And if we haven't created the life that we want to create, there must be an aspect of ourselves that is actually in opposition to it. The same goes for truth. We are so incredibly opposed and resistant to seeing truth. We don't want to admit to it. We love to go into denial instead because sometimes it's so incredibly painful to see the truth. But if you're in resistance to truth, you're in resistance to awareness. And therefore, your entire spiritual practice has just been derailed by resistance. I'm going to give you a little example of the resistance that needs to be dealt with before moving forward. Sometimes you can have resistance to a specific teacher. You're in opposition to them in some way, or some part of you is in opposition to them, even if the rest of you really loves them. Now this resistance closes you down, it makes it so that you can't be super open to the things that this teacher is teaching you. In that moment, instead of trying to bulldoze through your resistance to that teacher, you need to stop and deal with the resistance to the teacher before you try to learn from the teacher. Here's another example of how resistance may crop up. Let's say that you've got a woman and that woman goes into infertility treatment and she is convinced that she wants a baby worse than anything in the world. She's desperately pouring effort into trying to conceive and into fertility specialists without even realizing that she has parts inside of her that are subconscious and parts that have even more weight inside of her than the others who are completely opposed to the idea of being a mother. We need to consider that if we have not manifested something already, it is because parts within us actually oppose the manifesting of that thing and have very good reason to do so. Another example is that someone can be trying to reflect something to us about us that might change the way that we live for the better, but we feel that acknowledging that part of ourselves would make us a bad person. Our self-concept is in resistance to the truth of us, so we lie about ourselves and go into denial about ourselves instead. The process that we go through to resolve any type of resistance depends so highly on the specific circumstances that we find ourselves in, but I'm going to give you something that is a unanimous truth when it comes to resistance. We cannot resolve resistance if we are in resistance to the resistance. Therefore, you cannot approach any part of you that is in a state of resistance as if it is invalid, as if you don't like it, as if you want it to go away. It has to be seen as valid and important regardless of whether it is true or not. If you do not treat it this way, if you approach resistance with resistance by already deciding that it's stupid or shouldn't be there and needs to change its stance, you will not be able to listen to that resistance and understand it with compassion enough to create resolve with it. You also will not be able to arrive at your personal higher truth in any given situation. I need to make you aware of the following. Sometimes our conscious mind tells us that we want something desperately because we have suppressed the aspects of ourselves that are in fact in resistance to a given situation or a circumstance or a thing. Now, if you have an open mind enough to resistance, what can happen sometimes is that you find the greater truth for yourself. For example, some people think consciously they want something super bad, and when they actually acknowledge these parts that are in a state of resistance, instead of purifying and resolving the resistance so they can continue to go in the direction they wanted to go, what they find is that the deeper truth was actually hidden in the resistance itself. And so they may change their stance, they may change what they need, they may change their entire personal truth based off of uncovering and rediscovering these aspects of themselves that were in resistance, but subconsciously. So you need to stay open to the concept that even though you think you consciously want something, once you become aware of the resistance, you may actually change what you want. You may actually change your direction. You may actually change your definition of what healing actually is. Or you may become completely aware of what it will take to get all of you on board with what you're already aware that you consciously want so badly. 
So remember, if you aren't getting anywhere with something, it's because there is resistance involved. If we are in resistance, we need to stop dead in our tracks, zoom out to see the resistance and resolve it in whatever way we can before we move forward with that thing we are in resistance to. Everyone experiences resistance in their life, and I would say even at this point, everyone experiences resistance on a weekly basis, if not a daily basis. So there's nothing wrong inherently with being in a state of resistance. But the people who are the most successful on this planet, with regards to creating the life that they want to be living for, they are the people who are capable of facing their resistance and resolving resistance so that all aspects of themselves are not split, but are instead faced in the same direction and moving towards what is genuinely wanted. Have a good week. <laughs>